you're listening to the Redditch Standard Podcast because you have impeccable taste. Hi there, my name is Ross Crawford and welcome to the Redditch Standard Podcast. Joining us in the studio today, we have the wonderful Meg Skane, who's just back from the O2 Academy. Hello there, Meg. Hiya. And over handling all our sound is, uh, is the wonderful Claire. And we've got a special guest in the studio who's Melissa, who's just recently joined our sales team. Now then, Meg, uh, just back from the O2 Academy down in London. I gather you weren't that successful, but you're still a success, aren't you? Tell us how you got there. Um, I applied for Open Mic UK, which is a competition that tries to find UK's next best UK unsigned artist. Um, Got through the rounds, got to the final, um, and we were down to 25, 30 of us. Um, And only three people got yeah, first, second, third kind of thing. Yeah, that's tough though, isn't it? That yeah, is really tough. and it's not just the judge's decision. You have people voting for you. So if, so for instance, I only had like eight people manage to get them down to London. But if you're from mm. London and you get all your family in the audience, they'll all vote for you. Right. So it's a bit of a con then, really. Well, kind of to an extent, but the judges have final say. But it's like, it's still kind of... if. If I don't have all my friends there, then I don't get that many votes. Yeah. That that is uh, that that is so unfair. Uh, I think uh, because you did well in the Midlands heats, didn't you? We, we, yeah, did, did your yeah. family along there? I, I managed to like emotionally blackmail all of my friends and family <laughs> to come <laughs> and see me. But they couldn't make the trip down to London. No, well, it's really expensive. Yes, like yeah. Manchester was hard, um, but I just got through because the judges liked me. But to get to London as well, it's, we ended up driving down because it'd be like two hundred something pound for like four train tickets. Wow! And it, it's so unfair because we've heard you and we all know you're brilliant, and it just seems <laughs> seems ridiculous that it all rests on how many people do you you have voting for you. It's it's kind of how you get in the industry though. If you don't get that many people behind you. Then it's hard to get yeah, there. Yeah, these are friends and family, aren't yeah. they? They're friends and family. Now, so, I mean, you're only 21 years old. How on earth did you get started in the music industry? Puzzled look on her face here. Go on, well, how it did it start? where. Because I didn't start writing songs until I was in GCSE because I had to write one for the, exact, for the coursework. But I started playing drums when I was about eight. Must have been a hell of a racket. Yeah. Well, it's um, my uncle, well, family friend, he's a drummer, and right. he got me interested in drums. Um, and then when I got to GCSE, I can't compose a song really on drums that will get the right amount of marks for melody. Right. So I had to pick up a guitar. Okay. And did you teach yourself? Or? Yeah, completely. Wow. So I'm not like, I can't do all the fancy stuff. It's just... So, so you strum then? Yeah, and yeah. pick and stuff. I can't do, like, guitar solos. I don't know, but, you know, I still think it's remarkable. And, and what school did you go to where they do, where you compose a song for your GCSE? St. Augustine's. Ah, oh, right, that's fantastic. Good for them. But you didn't carry on to sixth form at St. Augustine's, did you? No, I went to Worcester sixth form. And, and what did you study there? Um, I went there for music, their music tech, which is kind of a mini sound engineering course. Um, and Saints only offered the music GCSE right. at the time. So, so what did that give you then? 
as a, as a budding musician, that, that course at Worcester? Um, it taught me how to use um, the piece of software called Adore, which is basically how you edit music and record it and master it. Um, and taught me everything I know about microphones, cables, which microphone's best for which recording, blah de blah. But my teacher um, was a sound engineer at a studio, so then I ended up recording my first demo right. there, right. basically. Wow! And then it's all sort sort of gone from there. Yeah. So then I like managed to get to play at Morton Stanley Festival and um, go to gigs in Worcester, so in Birmingham. So it's slowly like snowballing a little bit. Wow. And, you know, when, when I first came to the, the, the editorship here in Redditch, people used to say, there's no music in Redditch. There's oh, just nothing happening. started on that. Is, is, is that right? <sighs> it really... First of all, John Bonham was here. Right. And then you've got... I think it's John Taylor or something. And then you've got... You've He's got, Duran Duran, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then you've got... Um, Varda Studios, which is in Cook Hill, where, like, The Enemy and um, Alison Moyer and all of them recorded there. Then you've got Fly By Night Down The Road, where all of the... Um, where well, Lewis Capaldi is currently, probably. <laughs> um, and Stormzy and Sheeran and Coldplay and U2 have all come and, you know, rehearse for their arena shows. And you've got Harry Styles was born here. So I'll go on a massive rant. <laughs> it will take up the whole entire time we've got... <laughs> No, carry on, carry on. Go on, rant it, away. No, it is a musical place. Unfortunately, I've noticed the music scene's got a bit bigger over the past couple of years because we've almost been trying to prove ourselves a bit. But we aren't not musical. There's so many musicians in Redditch. We're arguing for a slot. Is that a problem, the lack of venues? Well, I, I don't know. I, think, I don't think it's lack of venue. I just don't think anyone's got time. Because there's, like, there's a jam night in Studley every Thursday night at the Jubilee where it's not really... There's no open mics here, necessarily. It's more of like, ah, oh, fancy putting on a gig. Who's down for it? Right. But I don't, it's not... I don't know, I just don't think people have the time. OK. OK, that's interesting, because, yeah. you know, you're a... In fact, I was going to call you a budding musician, but you are a musician, aren't you? Mm, yeah. And, and you're looking to play wherever and whenever, aren't you? Well, I'm grateful if I'm offered, basically. Yeah. I'm only just started getting paid, and I've been gigging since I was like sixteen. Yeah, and do you think uh, uh, one of the issues is is the growth of tribute bands, and it's difficult for new young talent to come through? I find it incredibly hard because I'm a solo artist, so um, people with a band tend to get booked more because it's more interesting. Well, they see it as more interesting in right. a way, um, but I tend to get booked for like the little like uh, cafes. And acoustic-y little pubs. And I'm like, uh, I can do more than that. It's fine. But it's okay. You got, you got to, you can progress from yeah, there. Yeah, you? I have. Like, I, um, I, accident- I played at Worcester Music Festival last summer and I accidentally got booked for a different venue as well as the one I was playing at. Um, and I went to play at this pub that I wasn't booked for. Um, well, I wasn't originally double booked me for, basically. And he was like, I wasn't really down for solo artists but you kind of proved me wrong a little bit and then booked me again for something else so i think it's just people taking that chance with that one per- we're cheaper as well so it's like yeah. just hire us it's, it's a no-brainer isn't yeah. it <laughs> and uh, and so you're you're available to do gigs um but and you're just beginning to make some money out of it mm. yeah 
But, but you've also got a job at, at the corn stores as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. part which time. Is, which, which I should say is where Meg and I first met, even though I didn't recognise you when you walked in, toting your guitar into our office this morning. Well, I do... I have put makeup on, and I'm not in five layers with dog fur all over me. <laughs> your big fleeces on. You've got a big yeah. fleece, haven't you? so cold there. <laughs> But it's, it's, it's a great place, the corn stores. I thoroughly recommend it. Um, but uh, um, so what's your inspiration? Where does it come from? Uh, what, in, oh, I don't, in music? I don't know. What, songs in general? Yeah, or? I mean, you're, you're a singer-songwriter. Where does it all come from? As cliche as it sounds, it's probably just life. Yeah. Because um, I've written songs about, what well, my recent one was about a relationship. Um, but... The ones I write aren't always about romantic relationships necessarily. Um, so there's one called Glad I Met You, which I wrote about a working relationship that didn't go well. So we didn't collaborate properly. Um, when I was about 17, it was about we entered a competition called Two Weeks to Make It, which is in Birmingham, right. where a, sing- a songwriter band gets put together with a director and then they have two weeks to make a video. And this guy had his own ideas... And I had mine, but it was my song, so, you know. But I was 17, so I had no clue what I was doing. Um, And basically the whole song about I'm glad I met him then. Like, I'm glad I met him at the beginning and not, like, when I've made, like, 1,000 videos and I'm there. I'm glad I met him when I did, basically. That's what that song's about. Um, But a lot of them are just life, really. So what did you grow up listening to? Um... A lot of different things. So dad was into Bon Jovi and Black Sabbath and Hawkwind, to name a few. And mom was into U2, particularly the Joshua Tree album. And Alison Moy, Alison Morissette, uh, The Cure, The Enemy, everything. Yeah, everything. So you've got a good grounding in music. Yeah, so on car journeys, we'd be listening to U2's How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. And um, Pink. Right. That was what I listened to when I was five. So That sounds great. Yeah, no sounds, tweeners. Yeah, a complete mixture. That is fantastic. So um, you're currently available for hire for gigs? Always. Always available. <laughs> you're going to tell us your contact details towards the end of the show. But first of all, we're going to cut to Claire, who's going to tell us all about what's happening in Redditch uh, entertainment-wise, this weekend. And then we're going to come back, we're going to talk about a little bit of news that's happening in Reg this week. Over to you, Claire. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bullivant with this week's What's On Gate. Thanks, Ross. Loads going on again in and around our area this coming week. For the full listings, do check out this week's paper or our website and also our social media channels. They're all on there. But here are a few of my top picks for you. Starting on Friday, the February the 7th. It's already February the 7th. Where has the time gone already this year? But Seth Lakeman, he will be at the Norbury Theatre in Droitwich on Friday evening. And if you don't know his music, it's the spirit of rock band 
band meets love stories in a folky fiddle, acoustic guitar and foot stomping rhythm kind of way. Have I described that well? I don't know. Let me know. He's truly amazing, though. In fact, the Guardian newspaper recently said it's the musical equivalent of the bodice ripping blockbuster. Powerful stuff, right? Get your tickets for Friday from the Norbury Theatre website. That's the Norbury Theatre in Droitwich. There's also something really fun happening at the Art Tricks on Friday night. This is an improvised murder. With no script and no plot, this is where the actors and the audience create a classic whodunit. Who dies horribly? Who is the murderer? What awful secrets are revealed? The audience, you guys, you're going to be the puppet masters and the fate of the characters are in your hands. It's all served up with a generous helping of jokes so you can enjoy a good old-fashioned night of murder, mystery and mayhem. Think of those kind of have-I-got-news-for-you type improv sessions, but there's going to also be a murder and it's a full show. It's going to be so much fun. 7.45pm start there at the Artrix. And my other topic for Friday evening is the live music night happening at the Tardy Big in Redditch. This is going to be a great night with live music from Jack Gaylor from 9pm. They did some of these last year, which I went along to and they were brilliant. Great music, great people, fantastic venue. Check it out. This is their first one for 2020. I'm sure it will become a regular thing you do if you do go along. It's so much fun. Moving on to Saturday the 8th of February. Start your day off the right way. In fact, start your weekend off the right way and be a wonderful person by joining the Community Litter Pick, which is happening on Saturday morning at Fairfield Village Hall in Bromsgrove. Litter Pick equipment will be provided, they tell me. Just turn up, wear something warm and some comfortable shoes and be awesome. 10.30am start there. What a great thing to do. Then on Saturday night, my top recommendations include Magic Owl at the Palace Theatre in Redditch. This is where you'll be able to look into the magical mind of a magical performer who has worked all over the UK performing his comedy magic. It promises to be a magical and very funny night, 7.45pm at the Palace Theatre there. Over in Bromsgrove, I highly recommend the Count Arthur Strong Is There Anybody Out There show happening at the Artrix. As well as being the all-round entertainer we all know and love from the telly, Count Arthur Strong is also a lifelong fan of astronomy, apparently. And in this show, he brings up all the regular showbiz entertainment, but wrestles with some of life's big questions, such as, are we alone in the universe? Is there life on Mars bars? Two pounds of potatoes, packet of ginger nuts, don't lose the shopping list kind of thing. You get the idea. Comedy and a great evening of entertainment at the Art Tricks on Saturday night with Count Arthur. 8pm there and get your tickets from the Art Tricks website. Some great live music happening on Saturday night all over the place. Um, just a few to mention. The Scar Studs, they're going to be on at the Rocklands Club in Redditch, 8pm there. Another night of Scar with the usual suspects at the Old Sticky Wicket in Redditch, 8pm start there. Mr Wolf, everyone favourite Mr Wolf. They're going to be back at the old Black Cross on the Worcester Road in Bromsgrove on Saturday evening and the One Love Bands at the Oust House in Redditch, 9pm start there on Saturday evening. 
Then next week, my top pick is on Tuesday, the 11th of February, and it's the Legends of American Country Show happening at the Palace Theatre in Redditch. This has now been seen. Over 300,000 people have watched it. It's also watched on social media. It's Europe's number one award-winning country music night right here in our neck of the woods. There's going to be tributes to Dolly Parton, Johnny Cash, Don William, Patsy Cline, Kenny Rogers, you name it, they're all in there and countless other well-known hit songs. It's going to be a must-see musical extravaganza, they tell us. Apparently there's four fantastic singers and they're all backed up by a superb live band coupled with the authentic stage set and state-of-the-art sound and lighting that will transport you all the way to hand-clapping and toe-tapping Nashville. You'll be there and back in one night. Yeehaw! Get your tickets quick for Tuesday night at the Palace Theatre. It's going to be amazing. As I say, do check out our full event listings in the paper and on our website. And remember, if you have an event going on, do let me know so I can let everyone know for you. Have a great week, everyone. Back to you in the studio. Thanks, Claire. Loads going on in Rage this weekend. And we're back with Meg, who's just taking a swig of water because we're going to chat about a little bit of news that's happening in, in Redditch this week. And uh, first up, it's, it's National Apprenticeship Week this week. And I know you didn't do an apprenticeship, Meg, but, uh, well, I suppose you are. You, you've been doing an apprenticeship in, in music, haven't you, really? Yeah. Yeah? Uh, and uh, we're featuring in the paper this week a chap called Joshua Lambden, who... Uh, um, was expected to get a projected to get a D when he was 15 years old in mathematics, and his dad got in touch with us because the lad knuckled under, and is now working for um, a firm in Aston. He's he's had his apprenticeship. He was the 2019 Made in the Midlands Apprentice of the Year. Fair play. Fair play to him indeed, and he's just been named the in the British Education Awards top engineer for uh, for his area which is wow. fantastic mm, yeah pretty good and for me it just shows that you may be 15 and the exams might not be going too well but you can still pull yourself up absolutely when i did my dcse mocks i got an e in maths um i hated maths the issue with me is if i don't like it i won't try but Obviously, you need maths, so I buckled down and I managed to get a C hey, in two good. months. So it's like, if you need it and you want it, you can get it, and fair play to him, because he clearly wanted it. Yeah, absolutely. And the great thing about apprenticeships is that if you can get an apprenticeship, you learn a trade, you learn a skill, you get paid. Admittedly, it's not very much, but you know you can go on. I mean, Josh is, is going on to do his degree. He's going to emerge from his degree debt-free. Um, and it's just an alternative way into the job market without any debt. Well, yeah, it's like my friend, um, sure, you won't mind him mentioning him, he uh, was rubbish at school. Not in a bad way, he's just not academic. Um, so he got an apprenticeship as a carpenter, and now he's working on a farm, but getting decent pay because he is very good at what he does. And I think you should take what you're good at I think the school's very much like you need a degree, you need to go to uni, you need to do this, you need to do that one. Really, just take what you're good at and you'll succeed in that. Yeah, I, you're, you're absolutely right. Because I think, well, carpenters, we all need carpenters, don't yeah. we? Yeah, it's like you always need a hairdresser. Like, I know everyone at school took the mick out of everyone that did beauty, but 
there's always going to be someone that wants a spa day. Like, so it's, it's all swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Use your skills. Yeah. Use basically. your skills and find yourself as well. Um, also, Homestart in Redditch, well, Homestart Northeast Worcestershire, but they're based in Redditch, they've received £420,000 uh, from the National Lottery Community Fund. And that's to, uh, uh, to pay for, I think it's over five years, um, their antenatal and perinatal courses for, for mums who are having difficulty with their, their, you know, their newborn babies. Mm-hmm. And that is just a fantastic amount of money. Yeah. Well, they'll probably use it well. Yeah, of course they will. <laughs> of course really. they will. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's like this fantastic Reddit charity yeah. winning the lottery. It's great. I know there was a lot of... I knew a couple of people at their charities that were trying to get that money as well. But I agree with where it's gone. Yeah, I think it's great. And, and finally, uh, this week, a um, bit of bad news. Roman Way Infant School. Um, I don't know where you, where you stand on Ofsted, but they've had a poor Ofsted report. And I think they've just recently changed the rules, the Ofsted judging rules. And I think it's quite subjective now. You know, they ask the children what they think as well. And That's never Bro- a good move. I don't think it's a good move. <laughs> I don't. And Roman Way, it's gone from good to being inadequate. And, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I feel there's more to it than just the bare bones of what Ofsted say. Because so often, Ofsted are way out of date. You know, and it But it's like when I was in middle school, Kingsley was the school that everyone wanted to go to. And then suddenly it became like Tudor Grange Academy. And we're like, why? Like... <laughs> Yeah, and it could, it becoming inadequate in Ofsted or something like that. Well, be careful, just in case it was. <laughs> no, but it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. the it wasn't seemed as yeah as good as everyone thought it was, as far yeah. as I'm aware. We're not perspective of a 13 year old at the time. Um, but I don't I don't understand the academy thing. I need someone to actually explain that to me. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'd, I don't know if I should explain it to you now or later, but it, it's just a way of getting extra money from the government yeah. really, if, you, if you go for academy status. And to be fair to Tudor Grange, they were sort of, uh, they morphed, they were absorbed by Tudor Grange and Solihull. Yeah. And it became part of uh, a multi-academy trust, what's called a MAT. I think there's one in Worcester. Yeah, there's, there's one in Worcester as well. And they've got, they've got a few uh, infant schools as well, primary mm. schools. Um but uh, personally, I'm a fan of Tudor Grange Redditch. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not. I just thought it was like everyone wanted to go because it was Kingsley with the purple tie and the black blazer and everyone loved that uniform when I was little and it's become this green kind yeah. of thing. But <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I didn't understand academies, but yeah. I understand why, but I didn't understand why if that makes sense yeah well i think uh, we're talking about academies now but that's fine uh, academies sort of more from a uh, when gordon brown was uh, chancellor or the prime minister um they were to to help failing schools academy status and then mm. when the, the conservatives or the the coalition took over they morphed into a way of um of giving extra money to successful schools mm. and and so it's it's quite strange how education's developed, which is why I think I reckon Ofsted must be a little bit unfair to poor old Roman Way. And we're giving a shout out to Roman Way Infant School in Wynyates because I reckon no matter what Ofsted say, 
you're still a good school. Um, and, oh gosh, that was a bit, uh, bit, uh, bit triumphalist, wasn't it? A bit uh, sticking my neck out for Roman Way, but I reckon it is a good school. Now, Meg, we're going to play out with, with you. You're going to place a song, aren't you? Yes. And do you want to... Just give us a brief intro about what you're going to do. Um, I'm going to sing the song that I played at the O2 Academy on Saturday, um, which I wrote like two week or two ago. Uh, it's called Sleep Safe. Sleep Safe. That's yeah. great. And I know, well, we're all friends and family here. So if ever it happens again, we'll be voting for you. If you're on TV or, you know, <laughs> just, just give us a shout because going by votes alone, I think that's a pretty poor pretty poor way of judging talent well i think it's just a lot of pressure I, I i remember talking to a couple of musicians backstage and i don't think people understand that the, we still get nervous but that first song in our set is our nervous song so that song is the one that we go right get everything out so we always play like a cover or a song we've known for years that we never get wrong that's our nervous song and then once that out's the way then we we're chilled and we sing every song that we like and we have a laugh with the audience. But when it's one song, we don't have time to like be a little bit nervous. We kind of just got to swallow it. Okay. Well, I hope you're chilled now because oh, fine, yeah. it's over to you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. This is Sleep Safe. Can't catch my breath I need joy to stay Grab my hand and squeeze it tight Hold me till you have to say goodbye When you tell me you gotta go I can't let you go It's the long day and those cold nights Counting the seconds till you're back By my side Cause I need you to sleep safe Cause you're my saving grace No No, 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 no Oh baby I'm sorry I didn't know that it would be this hard But we're not that far When you tell me you gotta go I can't let you go, no It's the long days It's the cold nights I'm counting the seconds till you're back by my side Cause I need you to sleep safe Cause you're my saving grace No, no Nah, 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 nah 1-5-0 That's how far I'll go One five oh, that's how far I'll go. Taking those long days, making them long drives, cutting the seconds till I'm back by your side. 
tell me you gotta go I can't let you go, no It's the long days, it's those cold nights Counting the seconds till you're back by my side Cause I need you to sleep safe Cause you're my saving grace, no cold nights counting the seconds till you're back by my side cause I need you to sleep safe cause you're my saving grace now nah, 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 nah. That's how far I go Till I see you again Thank you Meg, that was absolutely fantastic Absolutely brilliant And that song, well, it's only a fortnight old, isn't it? Yes. You can answer, yeah, you're, you're fiddling with your necklace at the moment. Um, now, if somebody wants to book you for a gig, what should they do? Uh, I have a Facebook page, which right. is just my name, um, Meg Skein, um, or I'm on Instagram, uh, which is drummer underscore Meg, and I have a Twitter, which is drumming girl, and um, I have an email, which I need to... Hang on. Yeah, go on, t- take a quick look for it. Well, because I have my personal email, which I keep giving out, which I shouldn't be, and I get told off. Yeah, let's stick to your business one. <laughs> Just, <laughs> um, hobbittracks at gmail.com. Hobbittracks at gmail.com. Yeah. Fantastic. Meg, thanks for coming in. All the very best for the future. I'm going to see you on Friday because I've got to buy some... Uh, dog food. Some dog food. But in the meantime... All the very best, and I know that you're going to be booked up around the area. Hopefully. Because, yeah, I, re- I reckon you will. And I gather you're cutting an EP as well. Yeah, next week. That's, that's just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. All that remains to say is thanks for coming in. Thanks too to Claire for doing all our technical stuff and, and shooting the video as well of, of you playing that fantastic song. My name's Ross Crawford. I'm the editor of the Reddit Standard. You can contact me on 01527 588 697 or email me at ross.crawford at boulevardmedia.com or at editor at redditstandard.co.uk. And we'll be back next week. Meg, once again, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Bye for now.